that uh, into a self-help text that can be used with many, many people. So the DBT skills, when she looks at mindfulness and talks about wise mind, um, I've been trying to understand that for a while, and I think I finally have a little bit of an insight into that. Because people will say in discernment, and I grew up with the Ignatian and the Van Comp spirituality that said, uh, you're going to use your emotions, and they're going to be the fuel or the gasoline or the information for my decision making, for my transcendent dimension. So whenever I heard wise mind, I didn't understand that wise mind was the umbrella under which my rational, logical thinking, all my thoughts, and my emotions that can be impulsive and out of control integrate. And that's very similar to Van Com's theory of the dimensions of the self, where he says the vital level, my automatic emotions, how I feel. I don't want to block those out, suppress them. I want to know what those emotions are, but I want to use them in my decision-making process so that I'm not just a raw emotion floating around, but I need to be in touch with my emotions. So when they're talking about the wise mind, when I am this emotional, out-of-control mess, instead of trying to hit myself or get rid of it, the mindfulness says, I just look at it. Just let it be. So that another image for me is that I hug the emotion. I hug the anger or the anxiety or the fear, much as I would hug a child giving a temper tantrum in the middle of the grocery store. I hug them. Now, if I hug that part of myself, and I don't know how many of us hug ourselves, but those of us who are celibates probably practice it more than others. <laughs> but it is uh, to hug my anxiety, to hug my fear to hug the part of me that I would like to get rid of at the moment can be a very helpful process. So I observe what I'm feeling. By the way, that means that I found my feeling and I'm allowing myself to experience it. But I hug that feeling, I observe it, and then I'll describe to myself what it is. Now if I'm going to describe anxiety, what would I describe in myself? What would I observe, observe in myself? I get jittery, jittery, anxious. anxious. Yes, and but what does anxious look like? Heart racing. My heart is racing. <coughs> breathing, breathing. Changes. My breathing changes. Sometimes I feel like I'm panting. I start to sweat. sweat. My mouth gets dry, I'm needing water, sometimes I have other fidgety things that happen, my eyes will start to twitch, or if you're in my classroom, instead of they're playing the piano, they start to <laughs> twirl their hair. So, because there's a, you know, they pull it out, some of them, they can't do what they're supposed to do. So the anxiety takes on 
in each of us just a little bit different face. And so when I'm going to first observe and then describe, and then I'm going to be sure to hug that anxiety, that that gives me a connection to the wise mind because the mind is allowing me to do both of those. So there's a triangle with wise mind and my taking and hugging my emotions and then my logical thought process. Now you actually have that handout in your packet and that um, the mindfulness wise mind and that helps us with the stress reduction that can then lead us to peace. I need to be aware of my emotions and surfacing them can happen in different ways. I can surface my emotions by journaling. I can surface my emotions when I give myself enough quiet and time to sense what I'm feeling. But first I need to respect the fact that I...